Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Bardic Sunday portion of the Selk Podcast. The majority of our games being called off due to bad weather will run down the matches that did make it. So starting off in the Championship, Mermichick Galata 5, the Bandits 2. In Division 2, our game of the week, North London Athletic nil, Mill Hill Club the Football nil. I did go for a 2-1 win for Mill Hill Club the Football, but a decent result for both teams keeps their promotion aspirations intact. And in Division 4, Brotherhood Cosy 3, Arnest Rangers 2, that keeps Brotherhood Cosy at the top of the board table. So moving on to the fixtures in our Premier Division, Atletico Cerezo take on Hornsey and Highgate. Gal All-Stars, who I did mistakenly say were in the Middlesex Premier Cup final, they weren't. They did lose on penalties to Club Assyria, so sorry to Club Assyria, but congratulations, they'll be playing takers in the final. Gal All-Stars this week take on ASC Oakwood. And takers take on the Romans. Into the championship, the Bandits face Panda. And Westbourne United take on Mermichick Galata. Into Div 1, AC Finchley face Northumberland Park Rangers. AC Rose take on Kadara's Town. United House face Peckinspore. And in my game of the week, two teams that play some very good football. Gospel Oak versus London Wednesday. I'm going to go for a 3-1 win here for London Wednesday. Into Division 2, GTFA take on Mill Hill Club the Football and Grange Park take on North London Athletic. Into Division 3, ASC Muswell Hill take on Continental and Shentry Athletic take on Underdogs. In Division 4, Brotherhood Cosy take on Maida Villa, Barnet South to take on Highgate Albion Thirds and Gower Phoenix take on Inter Mill Hill. Into Division 5, Roman Reporters face Northwest Galacticos. EC Galaxy take on New Copper and Talflick take on Cockfosters. And in Division 6, Armenian Youth Association take on Coney Hatch Athletic. Jeff Chow and Burbers face Northwest Wolves. Edmonton Rovers face AFC Muswell Hill Seconds. And New Barnet take on North Atletico. Into the Cup action in the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup. Trent Park face Highgate Albion. Park Royals take on Zaza. In the Junior Challenge Cup, London Orient take on AFC Edmonton. In the Middlesex Intermediate Cup, Highgate Album Reserves take on Whetstone Wonders under 23s. In the Middlesex Junior Cup, North London Colts take on Enfield United. And Highgate Albion Bulls take on Arnest Rangers in the Middlesex Junior Trophy. So, with the lack of fixtures being played, we're just going to run down the top scorers from each division. Starting off in the Premier Division, at the top of the table is a tie between Terry Foskett of Takers and Warren Hughes Mifula of Traps and Spore UK, who's been their hero of their London Cup run. Two goals against Hatcham and then the winner a couple of weeks ago against Bayswater. In second place is Nicholas Azpardi of Atletico Cerezo. And then there's a tie in third, a four-way tie between Harry Gritchie caswell of the Wrongans. Solomon Afori of Highgate Albion and Callum Steed and Giorgio Salanjo of AFC Oakwood. 
So moving on to the championship top scorers and it's Division 5 top scorer from last season, Olu Akinola from the Bandits on 19 goals. In second place is a tie in 11 between Jordan Palmer Samuels of Westbourne United and Christoph Regis of Alexandra Knights. In third place, another tie, a three-way tie this time, Nechati Gench of Mehmet Chikgalata, Richard Kadima of the Bandits and Isaac Thomas of Westbourne United. Into Division 1, top scorer Alfie Francis of Highgate Album Reserves. He's on 22 goals, a tie in second on 19. Tony Burke of London Wednesday and Kerim Gotche of Peckinspore. And in third place is Thomas Mullard of London Wednesday. Into Division 2 top scorers, Peter Rosamin of Mill Hill Club to Football is top on 19 goals. In second place is Keegan Cole, Whetstone Wanderers under 23s on 16. And third place is Alton Aiden of North London Athletic. He's on 15 goals. Into Division 3 top scorers, a regular name to uh, Barnet Sunday League people, Elliot McGovern of North London Colts. He's on 32 goals. In second place is Glenn Geddes of Continental. He's on 19 goals. And in third place is Combe Matnabola of Muswell Hill. He's on 18 goals. Into the Division 4 top scorers, top of the table is Alan Callaghan of Highgate Albion Thirds. He's on 23 goals. Then a two-way tie in second place between Dori Duraku of NLR and Bradley Marriott of Barnet Salsa. In third place is Steve Barnes of Brotherhood Cosy. Into the Division 5 top scorers, Ere Halil of EC Galaxy. He's on 19 goals. In second place is Oliver A. Mufa from Cock Fosters. He's on 15 and then it's a tie in third place between Umberto Ferrarini of New Copper and Adem Mehmet of EC Galaxy. And into Division 6 now, the overall top scorer in the lead, Adam Karim. He's on 33 goals. In second place is Angelos Pace of Muswell Hill Second. He's on 30 goals. And in third place is Garrow Heath of Armenian Youth Association. He's on 26 goals. Join us next week where we'll hopefully have more fixtures to provide and look forward to the fixtures for next week. Hello and welcome to the Hearts Advertiser Sunday League section of the Selk podcast. As always, going to run through the results from Sunday just gone. Uh, take a look at this week's fixtures and go through the Super 6. So starting with the results and the Premier League, just the one game. Premier Division, Plough and Harrow nil, six bells one. In Division 1, AFC London Road Reserves 2, Stratford Arms 5. In Division 3, there was a home walkover win for the Beehive against AFC Mims. And 2 Willows 2, Auburn Dynamo 6. In Division 4, Stratford Arms Reserves 2, Hanbury's 2. Brookman's Park Reserves 3, London Coney United 1 in Division 5, along with Hatfield Comets 3, St Albans Lions 4. And Radlett Town 0, Welling Warriors Reserves 4. In the Intermediate Cup, it was Hatfield Seniors 2, Wheatamsted Wanderers 0 in the game of the week. And Six Bells had a home walkover uh, against Little Heath in the KO Cup. Also in the KO Cup, it was Wheatamsted 89 0, Bournemouth Rovers 8. Only the nine fixtures this week because of the weather really affected a lot of the games in the, in the, in the local areas. I'm sure it did across the rest of the, um, 
the 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 UK and the surrounding area. So the fixtures for this week then. In the Premier Division, Queenshead against Six Bells in Division One. Player Packs against Pinewood. Stratford Arms against Blackbury Jacks. In Division Two, Six Bells Reserves against Mermaid. Wheathampton 89 against Little Heath. In Division 3, Hatfield Seniors against TNF. In Division 4, Hearts Vets against Mermaid Reserves. St Albans Athletic against Moortown. St George's against Royston Rangers. In Division 5, Marshallswick Rovers against St Albans Warriors. Phoenix A against Welling Warriors Reserves. Rosencrown Mosquito against Radlett Town. And Royston Rangers Reserves against Hatfield Comets. In the Challenge Cup... It's Bournemouth Rovers against Skew Bridge. In the Charity Cup, Harpen and Cole Old Boys against Auburn Dynamos. In the Intermediate Cup, it's BWSC against Beehive. Harpen and Colts Old Boys Reserves against Oaks. In the Junior Cup, Strafford Arm Reserves against Wheathampton Wanderers. In the KO Cup, it's AFC London Road against Forever Young People. AFC London Road Reserves against Hilltop. Plough and Harrow against Phoenix. And in the Reserve Cup, it's Phoenix Reserves against Brookman's Park Reserves. Those are the fixtures for this week, Sunday, the 27th. So then last week's um, game of the week was uh, Hatfield Seniors against Wheat Amster Wanderers. And yep, I picked a Hatfield Seniors 1-0 win. I got the win right. Hatfield Seniors proceeding to the next round of the cup. But it was 2-0. Well done to the Hatfield Seniors boys. Um, I'm sh- pretty sure it won't be the last time these two sides cross uh, cross paths and lock horns in regards to some silverware this year. Um, they're both going well in the league and um, they're, they're both in another cup as well. So well done to Hatfield Seniors there winning that. This week's Super 6 then. So I've, uh, I always try and, and make it different from the week before in terms of teams that were involved. But um, this week, because their game was called off last week, my um, Super 6 starts with Bournemouth Rovers against Skewbridge. Skewbridge going well. Uh, Bournemouth Rovers, fantastic side on their day. Um, I, I strongly believe Bournemouth Rovers can beat anyone when they've got their full side out. Um, Skew, the most consistent side, um, playing at the best, at the highest level um, in the Prem and, and top. And that's the reason why they're top. They've got a fantastic squad. Um, they're playing against each other. I've gone against Skew twice before. Both times I've gone against them, they've won. The one time I went with them, they lost. So I feel like whatever I do, the opposite will happen. However, obviously I am trying to get it right. And I'm going to go for an upset in this one. It'll be an upset on paper. I'm going to go for a 2-1 Bournemouth Rovers win um, in, in, in this cup. But wouldn't be surprised if the result was the other way around. Because if Bournemouth Rovers don't get their, everyone out, then then Skew will, will win that one. But that will be a really good game. Next on the list then, I've got in Division 1, Road Reserves against Hilltop. So... London Road Reserve's been had a couple of good wins and then disappointing at the weekend to lose to Stratford the way they did. Um, they've had a couple of good performances. Last time they played Stratford, done really well. Just had a few letdowns this week and it, it made it a much more easier day at the office for Stratford than it hopefully should have been. Hilltop, really good side. Um, on their day, again, can beat anyone in that division. This is in the KO Cup and look, I've got to stick with my guns. I've got to say that I think London Road Reserves are going to win. I'm going to go for a tool draw and I'm going to go for a Road Reserves win on penalties. Then we've got another cup game, Plough against Phoenix. Both sides going, doing well this year, I think, in the in the Prem. Both of them are higher up than they maybe would have expected, and I think they'll both be happy with the way they're playing. Uh, Plough, the only team to have took points off skew. Uh, Phoenix are doing really well mid-table. 
Um, this will be a really close game, uh, but I'm going to go with Plough uh, for this one. I think it's going to be close. I'm going to say 4-3 to Plough. Um, then we've got BWSC against the Beehive, bottom of Division 2 against top of Division 3. It's going to be a cracking game. They all know each other as well. Uh, a lot of the Beehive lads used to be the reserves of, of BWFC at one point when they was called Cannon, I believe. So they know each other really well. They get on really well. They're, 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 they're good friends, but that all will be put to one side. I'm going to go to Beehive. Um, they're flying this year. They're doing really well. I'm going to say 3-1 to Beehive. Then we've got Wheatamsted 89 against Little Heath. Uh, Wheatamsted got thumped by Bournemouth Rovers at the weekend, but look, there are a couple of divisions above. This is a really even game here, and I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw between uh, Wheatamsted 89 and Little Heath. And finally, in Division 4, we've got for St Albans Athletic against Moortown. Moortown rock bottom, no points on the board from, from their games played. St Albans Athletic on their day, very good side, and I think they'll win comfortably. I'm going to go for a 4-0 win uh, for St Albans Athletic against Moortown. This week, my game of the week, again, I could very easily go with the, with, with the big clash in the, of the two big Prem sides. However, I'm going to go for my game of the week as BWSC against the Beehive. Just because of the uh, the rivalry between the two, because of them or being friends, etc. So BWC against the Beehive is, uh, as my game of the week. That's all. Thank you. Don't forget to go on the Instagram, Twitter pages, um, and uh, and and have a go on the Super Six. You get to win free free stuff for your for your team. It's is a no brainer, really. All it takes is just to pick your home away win or draw. Um, and that's all. Thank you very much. Cheers. Bye bye. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to this week's Maidstone and Mid-Kent Sunday Football League section of the Selk podcast. We start with the sad news that Wayne Duck of Park Royal sadly lost his life last week. All clubs held a minute's silence on Sunday in remembrance and we thank all of our clubs for observing this so impeccably. This week's show is dedicated to and in remembrance of Wayne and our thoughts are with his family and all at Park Royal. Storm Eunice may have moved on but the high winds and rain from Franklin had an effect in some of the games being played. We start our roundup with the Premier Division and the action there saw White Horse take on league leaders East Morning. Morning bounced back from their defeat last week to win this one 5-0, courtesy of a goal from Kane Smith and a brace each from Mackenzie Gardner and Zaid Garley. That takes Morning 8 points clear at the top, but with others having games in hand that could potentially make up that difference. East Morning reserves drew 2 all with Yielding and Lanningford in Division 1. For Morning, goals came from Franco Minieri and Liam Budgeon, whilst Luke Hudson and Reese Powell were on the score sheet for Yielding. Langley Athletic fell to defeat again, this time going down 3-0 away to Laybourne Angels. Angels have a pair of Charlies to thank, with both Dunninger and Fitzpatrick scoring, along with Thomas Richards for the three points and a clean sheet. More importantly, the win takes Laybourne to the top of the table now, although this title race could potentially involve anyone in the top five to six. Men to move within three points of being able to move up to the bottom of Division 2 if they can repeat the form shown this weekend where they were 6-0 winners over Invictus Sunday. A Peter Reap-Mahatrick along with goals for Dara Grimes, Liam Walland and Joe White sealed the victory. In Division 3, Cross Keys dented Glen Valley's hopes of being in the final shake-up for the title race by winning 4-3 away from home. A Jack Hewitt hat-trick and Ashley Dawson goal for Keys 
whilst an Edward Gentle Brace and Jack Wilmot goal in reply for the Lem Valley. Whitehorse Jaguars bounced back with a win this week, defeating Maidstone Kestrels 4-0. The win came courtesy of goals from Curtis Collins, Jack Piper, Owen Raymond and Matthew Divers. Kent Sands United also bounced back with a win, overcoming Yordian Land for reserves 5-2. Sands goals came from a Callum Hatcher hat-trick as well as from Joseph Grover and Ryan Lovejoy. In the Challenge Cup, Aylesford and IGS needed a penalty shootout to decide their tie. Aylesford with a brace from Tommy Whitnall and goal from Sean Johnson, whilst IGS goals came from Eddie and Jamie Davis, as well as George Payne for a free-all draw. Aylesford then progressed 4-2 on penalties to win this one. President's Cup Group A action saw a win for Park Royal at Barman Blues. A Raymond Chadwick brace and goals from Richard Connolly and Jason Farp gave them a 4-1 victory. Jake Bates got the reply for Barming. Two ties in the President's Cup Group B and the first was a Laybourne derby which saw City fall to a 1-0 defeat. The Laybourne goal coming from Jamie Sherlock to take them through. Parkwood Jupiters and Coxing from Farley faced extremely difficult conditions at Moat Park in their tie. Anyone that's ever played there will know that playing down the slope with the wind makes it hard and that's what they faced. A solitary own goal separated the two teams and took Coxie through. Tyler Rose, hard working for Parkwood trying to get the equaliser, but it was not to be, and it's Coxheath progressing to the final on the 11th of March at the Gallagher to play Laybourne. Now fixtures for the 27th of February sees a week off for East Morning and gives Aylesford and Marden a chance to try and make some progress in catching them. Aylesford are away from home taking on Rubicon Limerick whilst Whitehorse face Marden. Whilst a win for any of them won't change the table, it will have a big say in who will be in the title race as the season heads into the final weeks. In Division 1, Aylesford reserves are at home to Sutton Valence and a win can get Aylesford back to the top of the table. East Morning reserves take on Barming Blues. Barming could leapfrog Morning with a win, whilst a victory for Morning wouldn't change the table other than pushing three points between them and Barming. Barming Youth are at home to Invictus Sunday in Division 2, and a win for Barming would see them cut Snodland's lead to five points with three games in hand. Minter take on Vinters. Will they be able to put in another performance like this week? If they do, they would move off the bottom due to their goal difference. Park Royal Reserves are at home to Coxie from Farley, and can move level on points with their opponents with a win. Kent Sands United take on Mates and Kestrels in Division 3 and could move up to second if they win and Yordian Lanford reserves either win or draw at home to Laybourne City. However, Mates and Tempest can stay in the hunt if they win at home to Cross Keys whilst Whitehorse Jaguars will be hoping to win versus Parkwood Jupiters to keep their lead at the top. That brings us right up to date with this week's action and results. And until next week, stay safe and enjoy your games. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast. The games played on Sunday the 20th of February. With the weather situation... Only four games survived the aftermath of Storm Eunice. 
However, in the Eric Hand Challenge Cup quarterfinals, one saw a major cup upset as First Division WDFC beat Premier Division Everett Rovers Reed 6-0. WD had the game won by the break, with Lawrence Manning scoring four times in the opening 45 minutes. They had a dream start when Manning opened the scoring in the opening minutes, and a few minutes later they missed a chance to double the lead when they were awarded a penalty, only for Dean Bell to see his kick saved by the Everett keeper. WD didn't let the penalty miss upset their play, and soon after Manning again scored, this time with a looped finish. Manning completed his hat-trick on the half-hour mark, with a shot that went through a crowd of players, leaving the keeper unsighted. On the stroke of half-time, Manning completed his remarkable scoring feat when he finished off a neat passing move for his and his team's fourth goal. Everett had their best spell of the game early in the second half, as they attempted to haul themselves back into the tie. But the WD defence stood firm, and withstood the pressure before scoring a fifth goal, which put the result beyond any doubt, when Dion Bell made up for his early penalty miss, and fired home a free kick. Everett were reduced down to 10 men for the final few minutes of the match and in this time Daniel Flanagan sealed the remarkable result with his side's sixth goal of the game. WD will face Old Falarians for a place in the final. The 2017 winners came from behind to beat First Division Abbott's Langley Club 3-1. Aussie Ogboyor opened the scoring for Abbotts early in the game with a low drive from range. Abbotts, however, failed to add to their lead, which they held on to early in the second half before Falarians equalised when Ryan Moody beat the on-rushing keeper after the defender had headed it into his path. Charlie Haley then put Falarians ahead from a Ryan Woosley cross from the right, and Tom Ginch, sorry, Tom Gwinchmere then settled it with a header from a free kick. In the Dennis Jackson Intermediate Cup quarter final, Chelfon Saints became the final side through to the last four as they beat Sparta Phoenix 3-0. Thanks to a brace from Aidan Brennan and a single strike from Niall O'Shea. Saints now face Watford Town for a place in the final this coming Sunday. In Division 3, the only divisional game of the day was saw BB take on a massive step towards the third division title with a 3-0 home win over fellow contenders Southern Cross, who suffered a second successive league defeat. Tom Hosier netted twice, with Javud Payne also on target. 
The result leaves BB six points clear of second place Watford G Sports, old boys, although they have played a game more, and ten points clear of fourth place Southern Cross, again who have a game in hand. Well, that's all the games that were played this last Sunday. Um, so, obviously, under the circumstances, uh, what I'm going to do is give you a quick breakdown a week early of how things are going in each table. And uh, I'll start, as, uh, as you would expect, with the Premier Division. North Watford currently sit top of the Premier Division, having played eight games and got a mass total of 22 points. Second place are Old Falarians, having played 11 with 18. Oakview are up to third after nine games, now with 11 points. St Joseph's, the Dark Horses, are in fourth place, but they've only played four games and have amassed 10 points already out of those four. FC Unicorn are fifth, having played 10 with eight points. Everett Rovers Reed are having played eight games are of six points. And bottom of the table are Evergreen, again having played eight games, but only with the solitary five points. In Division 1, it's uh, a bit tighter at the top. Uh, currently, Chess United having played 13 games at the top of the table with 23 points. Bushy Rangers, having only played eight games and have got five, obviously, in hand over Chess, a second with 21 points. Abbott's Langley Club, third, having played 13 games with 21 points. Casbury Rangers, nine games played, see them with 19 points. Langleyberry Cricket Club, 12 games played, 18 points. Bushy Eagles, 10 games played, 14 points. WDFC, 12 games played, 14 points. Soccer, 13 games played, 12 points. And firmly fixed to the bottom of the table, I'm afraid, are Ricky AFC after 12 games with just the five points. In Division 2, again, things are a lot tighter at the top. We have at the top at the moment Woodside, with having played 12 games with 33 points. Watford Town, after 14 games, have got 27 points. Hertfordshire Eagles, after 11 games of 26 points. Forza Watford in fourth, after 12 games of 23 points. St Mary's Harefield, fifth, 11 games played, 21 points. Chelfont Saints, sixth, 11 games played, 19 points. And Watford Youth Sports, uh, having played 13, are in seventh with 18 points. In 8th place, the Donbar, 13 games played, 16 points. Ninth, West Hearts, 14 games played, 12 points. 10th, Sparta Phoenix, 12 games played, 10 points. 11th is Dunning's Bar, 
with 13 games played and 9 points. And bottom of the table, Abbott's Wanderers, uh, 12 games played and just the 4 points to see for those games. Now, in Division 3, again a little bit tight at the top as we come towards the end of the games for this division. But currently sitting top of the table still are BBFC, having played 14 games and got 34 points. Just behind them in second is Watford Youth Sports Old Boys, 13 played, 28 points. So they've got a game in hand. Same with King George in third. 13 games, 27 points. And Southern Cross, 13 games, 24 points. In fifth, Francis George, having played 15 and got 19 points. Sixth, Brickywood Acorns, played 16, 18 points. Seventh, Batchworth, played 14, 17 points. Eighth, are Inter, having played 13 and got 15 points. Ninth, second from bottom, are Wishing Well Watford with 15 games played and got 14 points. And fairly stuck at the bottom now are Rio Rovers, having played 16 games and got 10 points. So this table is still sort of very much up for grabs, but bearing in mind the... Uh, the total number of games to be played in this division are only 18, so uh, some clubs have only got a couple of games left, so things will surely be decided shortly. That's it for this week. We look forward to being back with you next week. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.